Hello, everyone. Happy holidays. It is that time of year. And with that, we have some announcements. Mostly one, we wanted to make sure that you guys actually got this episode. We've been working on it, um, but we've all been busy. A lot of us are in school, finals time. And so you may notice that this episode doesn't have any music or sound effects in it. And that that is because we wanted to get it to you before the end of the year. So we hope you do accept this. It is the final episode of The Lich's Horde. We, we had a blast doing it, and it may maybe lack some of the bells and whistles, but the whole story is still there. Uh, stay tuned. In the new year, we'll be bringing you the time that we spent reviewing this system and hopefully some other things as well. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a fantastic year, and happy holidays to all of you. Let's get to the show. In eons long past, a dangerous lich threatened the safety of the land. Except for one day, when a party of bumbling fools managed to catch him off guard and end him. But not completely. Now, it is up to his disgruntled magical items, once adventurers themselves, to finish the job. This is the Lich's Horde. Welcome back to Systems. We're continuing our playtest playthrough of the Lich's Horde, a one-shot TTRPG by myself, Aaron. Picking up where we left off, let's do a little reintroduction and recap. Our our heroes are uh, three magical artifacts. We've got played by Trent. Ah, the emboldening belt of personality. Hello. Uh, played by Jeremy. We have the aromatic glass of intuition hello matt here is playing the fleet-handed poniard of opulence yes that was my name of course <laughs> yes i'm and we so certainly glad haven't that you lost any of the character sheets my computer didn't break and i lost a lot of stuff no totally not of course not with a poof of smoke and a blinding flash of magical energy a horde of villagers holding pitchforks and pieces of wood and hose and stuff appear in the middle of this tower. Their eyes are glazed over and there's a there's a vague red glimmer to them and and they start they they appear mid scream so that it goes from being somewhat quiet in, into the tower to I mean, I, I can't imitate it. it, it it's what it's like when when something's poorly edited, right? It appears mid scream in, in the middle of the room, you know, they rush towards the wizards, trying to uh, overtake them. Uh, what, what do you guys do? What do you, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? Who is currently holding me? Mm, you guys were held. You're held by Master Rangulus, I believe. Right. All three of us. Are you? If I'm we down. weren't, Master Rangulus collected us. The the intern apprentice gave us to Master Rangulus. Yeah. yeah. The intern. Like yeah, that's that's story. totally what he is. This is like a summer internship for Skaden. <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> Yeah, you can 
so there so there's Rangulus in this Wizard's Tower. There's Skaden, and I I'll just say Skaden plus apprentices is interns. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing <laughs> yes, Skaden and the other interns. I I I'm keeping them as one group unless you guys want to like say that you're being held by one specific wizard and have that be separate. But uh, just to keep things simple, I'm ha- I'll have that as one NPC. I can see through Rangulus's eyes, right? Yes, you can. So do I see the uh, the cultist anywhere? No, he's not there. He kind of just sent these people in as shock troops, as far as you can tell. Gosh, this guy's okay. a coward. Carl! Carl, so, get your, you're uh, a weenie. Now, you guys, remember, you can communicate with the other items telepathically regardless of distance so you know you hear in your mind though you don't see carl you hear him in your mind go, i'm not a weenie <laughs> oh carl ever the coward hey that's not really nice guys um no. but you have more pressing matters at hand as the uh as the mad villagers swarm towards the wizards yeah um i think i'd like to sort of call the wizards attention to the fact that their eyes are glazed over right sort of like make them realize that this these people are obviously not under their own control um Mm. and uh maybe in some way tempt them to use their their i don't know what sort of magic they have but maybe tempt them to use their magic to free these people okay uh, based on let's see based on instinct you know i'm, I'm gonna go ahead and, and start drawing up the dice pools here but trent and then matt go ahead and tell me what you're how you're approaching this situation hmm. i don't know yet trent you go first and i'll take inspiration um I mean, I, I kind of just want to piggyback because uh, I know I know the, la- the last thing that I did with these wizards was I, I said I, I tempted them to, you know, like, hey, like the best what the, the, the most audacious thing you could do is to stun instead of kill. Right. You know, use your use your uh, power for mercy instead of instead of death. So like, I mm-hmm. feel like it's kind of we're, we're just we're I'm, I'm doubling down on, on Jeremy's. You know, like his instinct is his, his temptation right, is the instinct to recognize that these people are not acting of their own volition. My my temptation is to neutralize the threat instead of killing them because there's there's a risk they could be reawakened yes i want to make a big cloud of smoke which is my special power good good and how are you uh how are you tempting them to use your your ability that you enhance oh isn't that just a thing that i can do uh yeah but that that's that's uh that's flavor yeah to have your die roll be be added you also need to tell me how you're using the ability that you modify well, since my ability is just dexterity, maybe I can help him either A, run away, or B, dodge things if he has to. Ooh. Just through a regular survival-ness. All right. spells performed with a flick of the wrist? That seems rather dexterous to me. <laughs> sure. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I keep, don't I think... keep his arthritis at bay. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good. Well, also, especially if you're so you making a cloud of smoke, I'm like, that would probably interfere with both groups. But if you're helping one group be dexterous, then, uh, you know, to not lose their footing in this cloud of smoke, then that kind of makes it so it's only an advantage for the one group. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and draw up the sides. So do I get a new die uh, since I'm being used by a master wizard? Sorry, I'm I'm terrible at note taking. There's a whole bunch of numbers written here, and I'm trying to figure out what they uh, are. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out like what I gave because the this isn't like a legendary wizard. This is just the local 
you know, this is the, the best wizard in town. This is the community college. Basically. Yeah, he's just your own <laughs> yeah. little local wizard. <laughs> your local wizard. Exactly. The, the, uh, these interns right. couldn't afford the tuition to go to the go to big city wizard academy. They had to they had to stick around with the local university. Yeah, they couldn't go to the College of Winterhold. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I work hard enough, maybe I'll get a scholarship. Hey, maybe they just need some credits to carry over. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to I'm going to do my generals at the wizard's there tower down the road, and, you know, learn about, you know, like okay. frogs and newts and stuff. I'm going to enroll in Wizard 101. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we we got a uh we got a team contest going on. All right. So, first off, <clears throat> we have the Master Wizard. Uh so the before the wizards I as a group, I gave them a D8. All right. So, we've got our D8, but I am going to I'm going to split that up split that up a bit here so it's going to be a d6 for the master wizard and then a d4 for the uh interns and we've got okay so y'all are giving your bonuses to the master wizard correct yes heck yes yeah. which is a d8 a d6 and d6 sounds right yep yep okay and then the okay so there's going to be a Minus one for um, the wizards because they are um, <clears throat> because they're going for non-lethal damage. So they're not able to use their most uh, their most deadly spells. Smoke is going to give a minus one to everybody, but except for the wizard that is being helped by Matt. Mm. So there'll be a minus one for the uh, mind controlled villagers. That'll bring the the little the novices to a minus two. All right, are you guys ready for this? You guys ready? Mm-hmm. I'm good. So first off, um, first off, I'll roll the d4 for the apprentices. Got a two, so they've got a zero. And then I'm gonna go ahead and roll a eight for the horde. Minus one, so we're gonna get a six for them. I think you guys are gonna win. All right, I. I've got the so the D six for the for Master Rangulus is a three. Give me a roll for wait, which one of you has a D eight? Uh belt. Ah, uh, belt. Give me give me a roll for that D eight. Seven. Okay, so that's ten so far. Uh glass, give me your D six. Ooh. Two? Yeah. I thought you two, said sorry. I, I I thought you said ooh. Okay. I thought he said well, ooh as well. So far. Oh. And uh, and Four. Ponyard, give me your D6. Four. So that's 16 minus one. So we got 15. So we got 15 to six. Um, and that's going to be a difference of quite a bit. Difference of nine. So the villagers. So on a team contest, those on the higher side win. Those on the lower side lose. Anyone who scored lower than the difference is destroyed. But we got destroyed in air quotes because in a different kind of fight destroyed might take a different kind of might be viewed differently. So we pwned them guys. For this, <laughs> yes, they have been pwned. Welcome back to 2012. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the last time I heard the word pwn is. Wow. Um, so smoke fills the air and s- interesting smells uh, are reflected off the image of the glasses as the the magical items help the wizards in this fight 
And when everything is when, when the as spells fly and villagers scream, uh, suddenly a calm comes over the the group and uh, the smoke clears and the villagers are all unconscious on the ground. And uh, Skaden goes over and he he kind of he takes his, his fingers and opens up the eyelids. One of the villagers on the ground and the, the red haze over the eyes is gone. And he, he says, Master Rangulus, I I think they're uh, I think it worked. I think they're, they're no longer under mind control. We saved them. And Master Rangulus says, ah, yes. Well, a wizard that can win a fight. None. Uh, <laughs> uh, none lethally is truly the most powerful of wizards. As he sits there just Skaden like l- lightly throwing, you know, a dagger to himself. And <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, well, the, one of the other apprentices is like, well, I'm so glad that we beat this threat. So weird that we got attacked by a demon and or a pit fiend and a bunch of mind controlled people in the same day. But I think the threat is probably over, isn't it? And uh, uh, Master Rangulus says, well, I'm still not sure what caused this attack, but I suppose that I don't know. I'll have to ponder it in my tower. So we don't know where Carl is. No, you don't know. Carl left with whomever to teleport out and then all of these villagers teleported in. Yes, that is my understanding. We could maybe assume, you know, we could maybe assume that Carl is back at the village from wherever these people teleported from. Or maybe one of them's got Carl. Maybe uh, if someone could do a detect magic on some of these villagers, we could find out if he's still around. Or hang on, let me try this. Hey, Carl. You hear? Because we uh, all speak telepathically to each other, don't we? Yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm here. Hey, guys. How's it going? Where, where are you at, Carl? Oh, just, I don't know. It's so dark here. I, I can't see anything. Man, the, the, that cultist, he, I think he got real scared. I think he just had to give up. Yeah, probably just went to bed. Too dark. Can't see anything. Well, we can rule out any dark locations. Well, maybe he's just in someone's pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Or who knows? You know what? Someone get this wizard to cast detect magic on uh, those villagers, right? Yeah. Or just simply talk to them. They seem like they're a little busy. Yeah. I would like to Uh, uh, make the wizard... So the wizard is already curious as to these attacks, I'm assuming, because he's not a complete dolt. Yes. So he, he's right as you speak. He's walking towards his study to try to look for the answer in books. Um, I think I'd like to p- sort of prompt this wizard to realize not not necessarily understand something they don't know, but to more follow their instinct that that these are these attacks happened very quickly, um, and that mm-hmm. the answer may not be in books, but rather in the evidence from the attacks themselves, like the people that were sent over and who may have sent, the, you know, sort of prompt more of an investigation into what happened as opposed to holding up in a tower as wizards often do. Now, Jeremy, here you've got a situation where you have a, a wizard and you want to play upon his instincts. This is a wizard and you have the ability to affect smells. There's a certain movie reference that I'm just waiting for you to make. Um, My mind is blanking. The... The, so the wizard, he's walking towards his study and, and you start using your abilities to tempt him to, to use the, this, this, these enhanced instincts that you can provide. And as he's walking, he comes to a, 
to a kind of a, a forked hallway. One path leads up to his study. The other path uh, <laughs> leads back That's down right. to down to where the villagers are. And funny, the air smells slightly sweeter this direction. When in doubt, always follow your nose. And he, he starts walking back down uh, towards where the, uh, where the villagers are. Wait, Matt, have you even seen Lord of the Rings? Oh, I was going to say, is that a movie reference? I thought that was just a Toucan Sam reference. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know, follow your nose. It's no, no, no. It's a... Toucan uh, Sam. No <laughs> oh, whoops. I don't, I don't know how I would have expected uh, Jeremy to make that leap. Whoops. My, my brain is too feverish to remember things that have happened in movies. Oh, no. See, this okay. just goes to show you commercial branding is way more powerful than film. <laughs> Way more powerful than film to you, the only person who hasn't seen Lord of the Rings. I've seen it. It's just been a long time. Uh, the, Jeremy can confirm the, that. I watched the two of them with him. <laughs> the two? The two of them? Yeah, we didn't We didn't watch the third one because I didn't want to watch eight or nine hours of movie in one day. That, that's Forgive valid. Forgive me. That is valid. We, Forgive me for that. It's a lot of movie. It is a lot of movie. Um. So uh, Master Rangulus approaches the the villagers again and and the the novices look up and oh i thought you were heading to your study and he says ah but what better object to study than the victims themselves and he he leans down and casts a spell and one of the the victims uh one one of the villagers uh their eyes open and and goes where am i what what happened who are you uh and rangulus says i am master regulus of the wizard's tower tell me do you remember anything you've done for the past several minutes and the the villager says well it's all a blur i was i was in town um and says the name of the town which uh, is is the same town that you were you were just in it's the nearby village and she says i was i was in town and my keyboard's far away <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's the name of the town? It, the name of the town is something fantasy-ish that sounds yeah. really good. Um, oh, okay. I don't, I don't have fantasy name generator pulled up. This is, Gosh. this is, uh, this is low energy. Aaron running this oh, game right now. Oh yes, my aunt, the sister of my mother. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, she. Anyway, this villager says yes. I was walking in. in I was uh, in the town. Yeah, Motherton, as we all know, the name of that town uh, that's nearby. I was in I was in town and and I saw this. Uh, I, I I heard somebody sit. You know, I heard the the town crier yelling that everyone should come to the town square. And I came and there's a large crowd and there was a, a man with a hood in the middle of it. And then I'm here. Can't remember anything in between that. Master Rangulus says, ah, so it seems that we have one more dangerous opponent, perhaps the initiator of this attack, some hooded figure. Perhaps it's tricky to know exactly what to do. Perhaps you just want to wait for the next wave for the next attack to come. But uh, you have an opportunity now to if you want to do anything outside the box, you can. Otherwise, the next wave will be on its way. You know what I think? I think whoever's got Carl or wherever Carl is, I should say, he's a. 
making these villagers teleport out to this tower. But obviously, he's got to be in the village, right? It's where villagers are from. So uh, maybe we get one of those wizards to apparate down over the village and hunt him down. Yeah, that, that would be an interesting idea, yeah. Instead of just waiting here for one sorry coward named Carl to bring the fight to us, we could just go and kick his butt. Hmm. Unless, unless you're in this tower still, Carl. In which case, if you are, just tell us and we won't hurt you. Too much. <laughs> right, Carl? Wish I could help you guys. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just sleeping. Don't, don't, don't make us come down there, Carl. We're gonna find you, Carl. Yeah, I, I sure hope you do. You can save me from this scary uh, cultist. But um, oh no, <laughs> I'm stuck. <laughs> Let's get this wizard to get out of here. <laughs> hey, Mister Mister Rangulus. That's right, Mister Rangulus. Um, these these poor fellows on the floor. They were just the first wave, and we don't want any more people to get hurt. You know what we should do? We should go right to the source. We should figure out exactly... I mean, you sh we should go just get everyone, teleport immediately, uh, right there, and kick the butt of whoever is doing this. Um, Rangulus kind of straightens up, you know, kind of puffs out his chest and says, There's no time to waste. I am a mighty wizard. I will go to the village square of Motherton, and I will... Find the perpetrator of these awful acts. And uh, one of the novices says, But Master Rangulus, wouldn't that leave the tower un unguarded? Should we send message to Bumblesnore and have him come back from his mission for reinforcement? Or uh, do you want some of us to stay here? And Rangulus says, If we strike quickly, perhaps we can defeat the cultists before the next wave even comes. Rangulus starts flipping through the pages of his spellbook uh, to open up to a teleport spell. So your um, your temptation successful. You you wanted them to all go straight to the village square. So that's what's going to happen unless one of you guys does something to to uh, to backtrack that at all. Okay, uh, guys, I didn't think it would work this well. Normally things don't work out this this easily. Uh, do we want all of them to come with us? Because I mean, like. I I mean, I, I guess think Carl so. is one guy, so it seemed like the it seemed like the cultist was trying to make their way to the wizard tower before. Seems to me that there might be some reason they might want to head back, especially since they sent an army of angry villagers to try and weed out the wizards. So maybe if we could try and encourage them not to send all of the wizards to town, but maybe yes. If you recall, the um, there was a requirement that the ritual be performed on a place that's the intersection of ley lines which uh, this tower was the near closest by place where that that would be solved. So that's the that's the reason that you guys learned that they is probably driving the cultists to attack this tower. Got it. I was going to say the the primary motivation and this is like way out of character. The primary motivation for me saying like, hey, let's just teleport and, and go do stuff is mostly for like keeping drama and tension high as opposed to like making intelligent decisions. Let's do it. Silly. I just think I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Let her rip. All right. The teleportation circle is completed and the tower fades around you all and the village appears and you can see the uh, the village of Motherton is actually eerily empty. Though it's the middle of the day. There, there's nobody around because all the all those people are sitting in the lobby of the wizard's tower unconscious <laughs> um, <clears throat> and uh, 
the uh, Rangulus smells the air and says, I smell magic in the air. I, uh, Skaden, quick, perform a detect magic ritual. We need to find where the, uh, where the cultist is gone. And Skaden flips open the cracked page of his three ring binder and starts performing a spell. (laughs) And, um, and the, the, as the spell is completed, Skaden completes this, the spell and goes, Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. We need to tell Bumble snore. The, for some reason, the cultist has also gone, has, has gone to the same location as, as Bumble snore is going to. We need, we need to send a message quick. And, Rangulus says, huh? Why would why would he, he risk himself going to the lair of a golden dragon? Everyone knows that golden dragons only act out of altruism and only act to help others. It would be a dangerous mission going in there by himself. He, he seems to be somewhat powerful, but not powerful enough to take a dragon on by, by himself. Hey, uh, guys, I, I don't know about Skaden. He seems like kind of a plant. This is just me being distrustful of the guy who, you know, was being weird in the wizard's tower after a, a uncontested victory and is now saying stupid things out here. I say we find Bumble Snort. I say you look you look over and Skaden is picking his nose and eating it. Uh, <laughs> oh. Regulus says, hey. Skaden, stop that. Why are you always just being kind of stupid and empty headed? <laughs> stop doing that. Well I guess that answers that. Off to find a dragon? Hey Carl. How's how's that dragon over there? Oh, he's. Uh, I mean, what? What dragon? All right, let's go, boys. Yep, let's do it. Yeah, dragon. Hey, hey, master dude. Um, you should listen to your apprentice or intern. I should. You should listen to your unpaid intern. He's actually got a good idea for once. And Master Rangulus says, "Now, I think the most prudent thing to do here would be to just simply send a message to Bumble Snore. I'll I'll prepare the spell myself." Hey, Master Rangulus, you know what's even faster and more efficient? If you want to send a speedy message, you're going to be the speediest of them all. I would like to make Master Rang- Wrangler feel unsafe <laughs> and uh, and make them feel a sense of urgency. You know what? <laughs> Actually, it's too dangerous just to send a message. Let's do it ourselves. And he goes back to, this, to the page for teleportation. You know, here's my question. Here's my question while the dude finds his page. If they had the ability to just magically send messages, why did they have one of them guy one of the wizards polymorph into a bird and fly away instead of just literally phoning <laughs> home? <laughs> He's an intern. Come on. Oh uh, yeah, you're he right. He doesn't know message yet. You're, uh, oh, I I really should I should I should refrain from judgment. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's easier to send messages to another wizard than it is to send it to I don't know. Yeah. Uh, just use That's my excuse, a good man. Question. <laughs> I gave you an out. <laughs> Everyone knows that wizard interns didn't know message yet. Anyway, uh, poof. You guys appear. Uh, He's just better at transmography. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, you guys. You guys appear the uh, inside the caldera of a volcano. You're. you're actually deep within the caves of this volcano and you can see uh there there's you're not in plain view yet you're like around a corner but the the wizards kind of peek their head around the corner 
you can see in the center of this, it's, it's like, like lava flows are like there, there's lava flows coming down the side of the crater. This isn't an ordinary crater. It's clearly been cultivated to be something beautiful because you actually see there, there's a, there's somewhat of a, a fountain of liquid gold uh, in the middle. And uh, you see shelves and shelves of, of tablets as all dragons are hoarders. This dragon seems to be some sort of hoarder of knowledge. Uh, and you can see we've got, let me set the stage. So the, the dragon is partially curled around, around this, this fountain of gold and, and, and stands uh, at attention. He's all, already been woken up from his dragon slumber and he's speaking to another wizard that's there. And you hear the voice of Bumble Snore saying, no, I don't know exactly what. Oh, I need to make his voice more distinct from Max Master Rangulus. Actually, uh, 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 any suggestions for the voice of Bumble Snore? Exactly the same as Master Rangulus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it can't be exactly the same. Uh, you could do your uh, best SpongeBob impression. I never watched SpongeBob. My mom thought it would make me stupid. Hey, but same. Turned out. I didn't need to watch SpongeBob for that. <laughs> um, Jokes on them. Me already stupid. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Take that, mom. <laughs> um, maybe he sounds like this. Maybe he sounds like this. Okay, sweet. Thank God. Bubble what a nerd. Is <laughs> what monster have we created? <laughs> what a nerd. <laughs> yeah. The 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 dragon sleepily says. I do not like to be wakened from my slumber. And the uh, the wizard standing before him says, "Mr. Dragon, what you don't understand <laughs> is there's a there's a there's a pit fiend attacking the wizard's tower. We don't really know why. We don't know what's gonna happen. But we really we really could use your help. <laughs> um, and you uh, you spy in the darkness the uh, behind one of the one of the shelves full of tablets, you actually see the um, the the cultist and he uh, weirdly enough, he's holding a bow and arrow, which is not the ordinary like, you know, you've seen him sp cast spells before, but he he's holding a, a bow and arrow and he's aiming it and he pulls it back. That is the scene you see before you. What do you do? Hey, wizard, watch out. That guy's going to shoot your wizard friend. You better fire a spell at him or freeze him quickly or something. Good advice. How are you tempting him to use your ability of dexterity? By making him quick. Think fast. <laughs> it's reflex. Yeah. There's, there's the cultist I, they were looking like for. I would like to assist. His friend's in danger. <laughs> by making him, yeah, by making him continuing to feel the sense of danger and monitor for possible attacks. Sort of like keep him on his... Keep him on high alert, if I can. Or at least tempt him to do so. Okay. All right. Uh, anything from the belt? Just uh, the idea of no reservations. You may be in someone else's house, but it's time to light a guy up. All right. So um, I am going to say, because this is mainly like, this is like an initiative thing, right? You're trying to get him to be able to act before the other guy fires his bow. So um, so we've got the the. D6. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and roll this uh, this D6. So Rangulus's roll is a four, and then each of you 
Uh, actually, because this is really, this is a, this is a dexterity thing. They're they're fighting for initiative. Matt, go ahead and roll your die. Three. Three. Okay. So that puts it at a seven. Now the, um, you're probably going to be doing okay because the cultist is going to be rolling his. I believe he has a D eight for this, which is not his, uh, not his specialized stat. I believe he has a D eight, and then he's also going to have a. I sure hope that dexterity isn't a wizard's highest stat. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I believe I gave him a. I believe his his strength would be a D ten for his main stat. Uh, if if that's not consistent with the previous episodes, then uh, I guess he up. I guess take me to court. <laughs> so he, he's gonna roll his his D eight. Um, I'm I'm gonna say that I don't see a way that uh, that the ability uh, of Carl is gonna enhance his role here, but he is gonna have a plus one because he was here first. And this is an initiative thing. So let's see. Oh, wrong. Okay. He also rolls a seven. Did I write what happens? I did write what happens. I said ties go to NPCs that are being helped by the PCs. So it's a seven V seven. You managed to just barely beat it out. So through your, through the enhanced dexterity that Rangulus is able to, shoot off a spell uh, before the cultist releases his bowstring. And it it kind of it's it's a blinding flash of light for a moment. And the cultist shouts in surprise and isn't able to 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 fire. Now, that's not going to end the battle because. Uh, yeah, but you've you've prevented him from getting this sort of whatever sort of surprise attack he was going for. And he 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 cries out and he says, "Interlopers, you will be destroyed." Um, and the the dragon goes, mm, "What's that?" <laughs> and the the cultist, how do I resolve this? Sorry, I'm spinning I'm spinning a couple of plates here, trying to decide, trying to figure out how to how to have this story happen, but also thinking. What are the rules of this game and how is this going to exactly work with the rules? Um, I mean, this seems like the battle. This seems like the final battle kind of, you know, like, let's blow the sucker up. I mean, what better venue to. I mean, yeah, I, I'm like trying to think of how to how to keep the tension high, how to keep it close. But um, this is this is going to be. Uh, yeah, the, this is. Things are looking bad for the cultist because Matt was able to win that role. Yeah. As he realizes that you look and it, you know, you're all the way across the, this, this, uh, this caldera here, or like halfway across this caldera. You've, you didn't notice it before. Cause it's kind of dark. The arrow that's on the end of the bow there, like at the end of the arrow, right. That is being held. There is a diadem that has been kind of tied on, to the end of this arrow. Yes. Um, so good job, Matt, for realizing what you guys just prevented. Oh, okay. So that's yeah, oh, great, no. <laughs> great idea for making the story very difficult, but uh, that was going to happen and you just stopped it. So 
the the uh the cultist lets out a scream and he starts running towards the dragon with this arrow in hand um and uh you guys have a moment to stop him now and i wonder if he's gonna win i wonder (laughs) i wonder if this if this single cultist you know you guys have managed to destroy the rest of the cult with some trolls destroy the demons with some with some uh with a some bunch of interns. wizards. Uh-huh. <laughs> and as he was being very sneaky to get something that you wouldn't be able to defeat easily, you guys were <laughs> proactive enough to track him down <laughs> and managed to just barely stop him from beating you to it. Um, the, the dragon looks up and goes, Interloper, this is my house. <laughs> and uh, shall we prepare the dice to roll for this contest? <laughs> uh, each of you, tell me what you're going to do. Tell me what you're gonna do as this starts playing out. Uh, the, the the wizard should should try and stop the cultist by doing a spell that does this. <laughs> it does what? <laughs> this um, stops the cultist. Me, how do you how do you how do you enhance the wizard's instincts? Or you know, it you could switch sides. You could betray him if you want to help the. Uh, <laughs> if you want to help the cultist. I mean, being being a. Part, being wielded by the dragon seems cooler if I'm going to betray anyone. <laughs> uh, actually, in this moment, in the, in the moment before whatever's about to go down goes down, you hear Carl saying, guys, guys, okay, for real though, do you really want to die? Do you want to be mortal again? We'll live forever if we stay as artifacts. Before the lich took me and turned me into an artifact, I was on my deathbed. I was about to go. So don't do this to me. We, let's... We can be friends forever. Buddy, you're about to have a really short lifespan. <laughs> and I'm done with you. On a serious note, I don't think there's any... I can't use... I don't think my ability really applies here. So I'm just kind of sitting here and lo- watching the, the whole, like, s- storm roll in. <laughs> All right. A wizard uh, cast slow down on that guy. He's trying to hurt I, Bumblethorpe I, or whatever. <laughs> okay, so we, we've we got... So Trent Trent's not thinking of a way to... Uh, to use audacity uh, i will say i was stretching it a little bit before because i like the the way you framed it with it being like he's trying to beat him to it with casting a spell dexterity uh, wouldn't really right. work for that I keep his arthritis um, up eh? <laughs> jeremy it's on the flick of the wrist uh how about you well I think continuing the theme of making this wizard feel like if if this cultist gets to that dragon and and the, it, I think the the wizard is now has a strong instinct that this cultist is trying to do bad stuff as they've spent a lot of time trying to stop them and I want to just really like rage that feeling. All right, all right, sounds good. So I'm gonna go ahead and let's see. Well, let's go ahead and roll that d6 for the wizard. He gets a one now. All right, Jeremy, roll your die to contribute. Still a d6, right? The wizard doesn't have anything better. Nope. Dose. Dose. Okay, three. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right, I'm going to roll the, the cultist. Is, the, the cultist is, he's uh, using a, he calls upon all the dark forces that he's, that he's promised his soul to and starts crafting a spell. So he's going to roll his uh, d10. So one side we've got a four so far, and the D10 is gonna be oh, it's a six on the die. Uh oh, uh oh. Who knows who's gonna win? Anyway, Bumblethorpe is gonna roll his uh, uh his D4. Okay, I think I've okay slightly been changing it every time. Okay, 
He's just one. Uh, the whole group of wizard interns was a D6. Anyway, and a dragon, we got a, a dragon we got is a, a D4. <laughs> no, no, no. Bumblethorpe was the D4. Oh, Bumblethorpe is an intern. OK, yes. I thought that Bumblethorpe so we, was the dragon. So we got Sorry. team. Team good guy has has a five so far. Team bad guy has a six. But let's go ahead and uh, and and roll for the uh, for the dragon. Let's roll that D20. Um, oh, and it's a seven, which gives us a 12 in total for team good guy. And in a team combat. Oh, wait, I forgot to add. Uh oh. <laughs> Uh oh, that was a lot lower roll for the D12 than I thought, because I forgot to add Carl's die because he gets to roll a D8. Um, So if he rolls a seven or higher, the cultist is going to win this contest somehow. Uh, This is if if this was Dimension 20, this would be the box of doom moment right here. I'd, I'd still like to see this happen. Yeah, either way, either way, I'm I'm down for this. He just rolled a five. Uh, I mean, yay. I mean, uh. five, which is which puts team bad guy at 11 to versus the 12 on team good guy. So the cultist runs toward the dragon screaming, uh, screaming a bunch of nonsense. And the dragon just looks down and and just (laughs) basically (laughs) coughs, just just like clears his throat and just like just fries this cultist he's not dead the cultist actually he, like after the fire goes past the cultist is like just he like drops drops and rolls it, it's it's just 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 imagine what would happen to somebody in like home alone right if they were lit on fire right he's like his clothes are burned off his his uh his hair is singed and his face is just like has black soot on it for some reason and uh uh the but he looks down uh, at the end of his arrow and the diadem droops and melts and falls onto the ground. And Carl says, you guys freaking suck. And, and, and his voice disappears from the back of your mind. And, and as Carl leaves this world, so does the last hold the Lich Akator has on continued life. And suddenly, you know, you, you hear you hear heavenly music and and light burst forth and suddenly the the wizard uh Rangulus is like oh shoot and he pulls off his belt because it's glowing and he drops the <laughs> the glass he, he he drops the uh the um he drops the poniard and you guys glow with light and burst forth into your uh mortal forms uh here in the in the dragon's caldera um Trent, what do you look like? So I'm I'm kind of a I'm I'm, I'm kind of a, like a short, stubby guy. Um, I've got I got a big uh, pot belly, um, you know, not like the fittest guy. And my pants are on my ankles because my belt has is gone for some some reason that is unknown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Jeremy. Well, I always imagined the the uh, the glasses as an orc just really unrefined <laughs> they can't see very well they need glasses but they rely more on their sense of smell than anything else nice very nice very nice and uh and matt you'll never find out with a puff of smoke <laughs> i vanish <laughs> uh the uh the, the the two wizards here in the in the caldera look at each other confused well, that was weird. <laughs> what? What? The, the, the two of you. I. 
I guess you were people this whole time? Yeah, that, that about sums it up. Yes. Well, thank you. I, I don't know exactly what we just faced, but it seems like a terrible threat was defeated today. If either of you ever wants to uh, ever wants to start an internship at the Wizard's Tower, uh, I, I'd write you a letter of recommendation, but I guess it's my tower, so I guess I'd just accept you. Is there a uh, seeing eye test that's required? Yes, yes, unfortunately, reading is mostly what we do. Have anything that can help me see better? I could, I could look into it. Yes. Hmm. Very, very interesting. And he starts kind of, he he starts kind of uh, gets getting lost in thought as he as he walks off. Does anyone have a spare belt? <laughs> <laughs> um, the the dragon looks down on you and says, "I have many magical artifacts in my possession. However, they may be cursed with dragon madness." But if you care to, you can risk it. Can I make a dexterity roll? <laughs> yes. Well, let. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I mean, you can make a roll if you want to, if there's something specific you want to take. But we well, let's just go into epilogue here. Um, <laughs> Dang, how did so, you know I wanted to take something? <laughs> you've been returned to your mortal forms. Uh, you, it's, and I... Uh, as the sun sets on this day, you have an opportunity now to to live life how you want it. And you, you've successfully, after many years of being his tool, you've finally helped defeat for all time the Lich Akator. 